With over $500,000 in contest prize money up for grabs, the NFL is back in action, and so is winning season at MyBookie. Head to MyBookie.ag to choose from a variety of boosts and free bets and get in on the fan-favorite $100,000 Super Contest, which only costs $10 to enter. Pick five games against the spread each week. Each win earns you a point, and each point gets you closer to the grand prize. In order to get started, make your first deposit over at mybookie.ag. Use our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN to instantly receive double your deposit. That's right, double your money to double your winnings with your first ever deposit using our promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday morning. Max, what's happening? First week without John Gruden as coach, and the Las Vegas Raiders are 1-0. Congrats, <laughs> Panther. I know you love your, your Vegas Raiders, and you've been itching to get him out of there, so now you are. You're undefeated without Gruden, even though I did see a guy suspiciously on the lo- sidelines with with a fake mustache, so... Uh... I don't know. Maybe maybe he was still calling the plays there, but uh, great win by the Raiders there. Uh, I think two. It was a FKOD technically because Panther and I both uh, money lined them. You bet on the Raiders, and Ma- Maxi actually money lined them too. Wow! So, look at that. Yeah, pretty crazy. What's going on, Panther? Interesting. Wow, it was an interesting day of football. I needed, the funny thing is, you know, Arch and I were talking pre-show. It was a shitty day of football. Like it just a bunch of blowouts. The, some of the teams that we think are good looked good. Some of the teams that we think are bad are really bad. And uh, other than maybe that Sunday night game, that little, even though it was an overtime game between the Seahawks and Steelers, it was still a snooze fest. Like <laughs> it was such a boring game. Like, so uh, yeah, interesting day, but kind of boring day all at the same. Yeah, it was. It was not a lot of drama, especially this early, the early afternoon slate. Not a lot of drama, Max. Uh, some drama for you uh, at halftime, uh, seeing your uh, Chiefs uh, struggling with uh, the Washington Football Club in that first half. It was expected. <laughs> Should I go through my week six touchdowns? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Call point number one. Call this mediocre, never more. The Ravens beat the Chargers 34 to 6. It was just a shocking final score for a Chargers team that we've all been really high up on. Uh, the Ravens have not been a favorite team on this show, but this big win could change a few things, right? I mean, uh, Lamar didn't necessarily have a good game at quarterback, but once again, he helped move the ball on the ground. The Ravens outrushed the Chargers 187 to 26. <sighs> yeah, it kind of allowed the Ravens to just dominate the time of possession, put them in good field position all game. That's how they scored those points. Uh, I still don't love the Ravens, though. I think we need to pay attention to them, but. Mm. Still don't love them despite that final score. Point number two, Murray missed the message. This was supposed to be the week that Kyler Murray had a down week, right? Like this, <laughs> this, this, this was supposed to be the one. Apparently no one told him that. He went 20 for 30 for 229 yards and four touchdowns. Hit three different receivers with, with those touchdowns, by the way. That's something he's been doing a lot this season. It's not just him throwing to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Christian Kirk got in on the action. A.J. Green got on the action. It's, it's just He's spreading the ball out. Uh, Browns have now lost two in a row. Three and three. That's their record through six games. Uh, hosting Broncos uh, on the Thursday night game this week, right? So that's a short week. They cannot afford to lose that one. For Arizona, they get the Texans next week. So that's seven to no. And then they get Green Bay on a short week after that. So that's probably the game to circle on the calendar. But once again, I believe they're hosting that game. So uh, 
I don't know. It might be a while until that Arizona team loses. Point number three, we'll call this number one again. Trevor Lawrence was drafted number one in the NFL draft. And he's not looked like a number one pick, though. But on Sunday, I think he finally looked apart. He we led the Jags to a win. He had 319 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. And he out, outplayed his peers. Uh, Davis Mills, Mac Jones, Justin Fields all had some issues yesterday. Trey Lance had the week off. And it doesn't actually look like he's going to solidify that start this season. They're saying in the next game that it might be Jimmy G again that they're going back to. Mm. So uh, it could be Lawrence's number one ranking to lose. He's probably the quarterback now to, to keep an eye out on until next week when he shits the bed and it's back to like, I don't know, Mac Jones. Point number four, Panther alluded to it. Another weird win. Uh, I'm sorry. Another weird game for Seattle. It always seems like those weird things happen. Right? Always, always. They can have one and- normal game, man. Every single time that there's something weird, it's like, all right, it's a Seattle game. Uh, yesterday, 17 seconds left in the game was a sideline catch, uh, was punched out as a fumble. Seahawks recovered the fumble, ran over to spike the ball, and they had one second left. But then the clock expired in the stadium, so the fans were all like, ah, game over. But no, apparently two things happened. One is there was still a second left on the clock. But it didn't matter because it seemed like the, the the referees called for a review of a catch and fumble. So that stopped the clock at three seconds instead. So they had time to get the ball in position for the field goal. You know, they had to spike the ball again, uh, set, set it up for the field goal. Long story short, they tied the game. They had a 43-yard field goal to tie the game, push it to overtime. But they, they lost that game because... TJ Watt punched out the ball out of Geno Smith. They were moving the ball. Geno Smith had, had another pretty good game. Punched the ball out of Geno Smith's hands. Steelers get the get the ball back, kick the game-winning field goal. Just a fucking weird one. Just <laughs> always seems to happen. Point number five, we'll call this no INT for you. As if the rules weren't already stacked to help quarterbacks, one player's mom wants the NFL to change the rules of what counts as an interception. I don't want to embarrass this player any further as he's getting kind of skewered on social media about it. I'm not going to say his name, but the player in question, I don't know if you guys know it, had 397 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And the one interception, the one that this guy's mom is is so upset about, slipped through his wide receiver's hands. And so his mom goes on Twitter and says that shouldn't be an interception. That should be like a fumble or something like that. So his team did end up beating the Washington football team 31 to 13. So uh, good game, Mahomes. I mean, uh, player (laughs) didn't want to embarrass you. Point number six, going for 0-17. The Jaguars won in London. So they avoid their their winning winless season. Congrats there, but it seems like some videos and texts from Urban Meyer are about to be released. So that's good for him. Uh, But the Lions, 0-17 season still in play. After being embarrassed by the Bengals this past week, Coach Dan Campbell had some encouraging words for Jared Goff. Uh, Arch, do you recall what those were? Uh, it was, you know, he said something like it was unfair to judge Goff at, at this time. You know, it's, it's not a great situation, but, <laughs> but Goff needs to step up more. No shit. Right? Yeah. Welcome to the previous hell that I lived in for the last few seasons, Dan. The Lions former quarterback, their former quarterback, Went 22 for 28, 251 yards, four touchdowns. That's their former quarterback. So, uh, yeah. Uh, see you next week, Detroit. Mm. Lions. Rams next week. 
Extra point here. We're going to call this the bear owner. Aaron Rodgers had a good game. The Packers beat the Bears. Mr. Rodgers even ran for a touchdown. So good job there, buddy. And after rushing for his touchdown, he screamed, I've always fucking owned you. Which apparently is okay by the NFL with their new taunting rules because he was taunting the fans, not the other team. (laughs) Yeah, You know, don't get me wrong about it. I'm actually fine. I'm fine with the taunting. I think the taunting rules are stupid. Yes. If a player wants to say that, go ahead. But did Aaron Rodgers really need to say that? Wouldn't simply dropping the ball, looking at the crowd, and just soaking in the booze, wouldn't that be more badass enough? Like, that's that would send me chills. Like, man, that's a bad motherfucker right there. You don't have to be a douchebag to be a villain. That's my point. There's been plenty of villains, plenty of heels throughout sports history that we love, and they're not douchebags. Rodgers is both, and that is Max's touchdown for the week. Ooh, Panther, what are your takeaways? Uh, you know, we'll start with number one for me. Congrats to the Jags. They finally made a field goal. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's their ticket to winning a game is actually kicking a field goal. They kicked three of them, one of them a 54-yarder. So, again, Jacksonville, yeah, they got the win, but they're still struggling with this whole um, I bend but don't break on offense. Like, they move the ball, just can't get it in the end zone. Uh, so I, I think the Jaguars still are in play to win a few more games. But uh, congrats to the Jags. Number two, Bengals. This, I know it was just the Lions, but the Bengals are really good. And I'm looking forward to next week's matchup against the Ravens. On the flip side, Lions are not really good. Campbell's got a lot of work to do. He, I get the quote, but look – you're seeing what Matt Stafford suffered with for over a decade. He's enjoying all the um, talents, if you will, the riches in L.A. Goff didn't take advantage of those talents in L.A., and now he's really got this shit show in Detroit. They're really bad. Point number three, at two and four, the Colts might be the best team in the AFC South. You know, Houston, Houston sucks. Jacksonville sucks. I expect Tennessee to lose tonight. Colts are actually playing really good as of late. Even their losses that they had were competitive losses. They weren't getting blown out. And Jonathan Taylor looks like he might be the best running back in the NFL right now. Point number four, the Steelers have solved the Big Ben problem. Paying attention to that game, everything's just seven yards. Like, just don't, just don't stretch the field. He can't hit anything downfield, so everything's just seven yards in front of him. That literally was the game. He had 29 completions and just over 200 yards. That's really hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) Point number five, Mike Zimmer's on life support. Like this dude, they had the game in check. They, They let Carolina come back, take this thing to overtime. The overtime win maybe gives him a stay of execution. I still fully expect Mike Zimmer to get fired at the end of the season, but any more of this shit, like he won't make it to the end of the season. I like this Viking teams, but I'm still on the fire Mike Zimmer bandwagon. Point number six, these Cardinals are really, really good. Somebody, I don't know who, might have had them number one in their rankings we'll see if the rankings change this week when we do our dgen score and uh we're fully on this kyler murray for mvp right i don't know who else is in the conversation but murray looks the real deal point number seven i don't want to talk about this game but it got called out by one of my friends who does listen to the show here's your shout out zach 
yes, I was wrong on your stupid ass Ravens. They made that. I don't know if they're that good. Or the Chargers just laid a fucking egg going from the West Coast to East Coast. I think it was more of the latter. I'm still like Max. I'm not a believer in these Ravens. The script kind of dictated that the Chargers couldn't run and the Ravens were going to run. Yeah, they had 187 yards. You had four players, including Lamar, who only the max rush was nine attempts. Four players, either eight or nine attempts, uh, between 40 and 50 yards between all four. They still don't have a bell cow, but damn it, they can still run the ball. Those are my seven points. All right. You know, I thought it was weird. I was scanning Twitter. I've never seen a trophy. I've never seen a trophy tweet out, but I thought that was weird. (laughs) i I thought that was odd (laughs) apparently the nfc championship trophy tweeted out all my fucking life i own you i still own you i still own you i I was like wow that's odd could he own that that's that's beautiful (laughs) poor aaron that's that's what I do during pre-show sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 again, like I, I the game the game I really want to circle is is that Chargers Ravens game because you look at the score and you just think, man, man uh, Ravens just absolutely destroyed them. And it just you just look at the the stat line, you look at the box score, and it's like Lamar had a shitty game. He did not have a good game. And you, you look at Herbert, and Herbert had a subpar game as well. But it was it really was the running. It, the Chargers could not move the fucking ball and time of possession. I I, I want to say it was like almost forty minutes. Yeah, for, for, for the it, Ravens, you know. And when you get game scripted out of, I mean, Austin Eckler was basically taken out of the game because the game got out of hand so quick that the Chargers are chasing the Ravens' big lead. That you you have to throw the ball. You become one dimensional, and um, they just didn't have success. I think the Chargers. If they fall behind like that and Eckler becomes a non-factor, it does create a problem for them because he really is their number one threat at rushing and receiving. I think it's a good segue into talking about our Monday Night Football game, by the way. Let's do it. Let's jump on it. Because we have the Bills heading to Tennessee where, you know, you're saying uh, Taylor as uh, the best running back in the league. I do think the, the best running back in the league will be featured tonight for the Tennessee Titans. Bills have won four games in a row. They, of course, dropped that season opener to the Steelers, but now they're heading on the road to Tennessee, taking on the Titans team that should have a stranglehold on the AFC South. You alluded to it, Panther. But with the loss today, that thing gets tighter and tighter with the Colts. It's been a slew of injuries that's hampered the Titans this season, and, and while they're still a bit banged up, I think they are getting healthier each and every game. But they could see that injury toll rise today. They're going to face a very aggressive Bills defense. Uh, Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill has been sacked 20 times this year. That is the most in the league. And the way that the Bills blitz, it's probably going to go up and up today as well. I said it, uh, Derek Derek Henry to me is is the best back in the game. Titans have the second uh, most rushing yards per team in the league right now. I think they're, they're only second behind Cleveland. And they're playing a Bills defense that is ranked second best in the league in stopping the run. So I do think Henry's going to get his, but he's going to have to work a lot harder at it. And this is what I was alluding to. If the Bills offense can exploit a very mediocre Tennessee defense, like I believe they are going to, then the Titans could be playing from behind and then they'll need to abandon that run. 
I like the Bills to go on the road here. I like them to get the win. I even have them covering this one. I, I saw the line at six. Yeah, six. Before, yeah, six. Like- I have them winning by a touchdown. So I'm going to lean the Bills here. I think it's just, you know, on the road, it's a little too many points for me on a road favorite on a Monday night game. You know, you can't look like a bitch in front of your home crowd, especially when you're the center stage, the only show in town on a Monday night. I also like the over here, but same thing. It's I'm, My totals have been just okay lately. I think I'm eight and six, uh, you know, this week so far in totals or something like that. So, I mean, I've just been okay. So mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to lean the over here as well. Would it be fair to compare the Tennessee Titans to the Minnesota Vikings? I, like, I think this team has all the talent in the world. They got the running back. They've got the receivers. They've been injured. I get it. Uh, they got the quarterback. I, and I actually don't see much difference between Tannehill and Cousins. I think we could actually compare those two. And they got a good enough defense, but they just are not putting it together. Buffalo still trying to figure out how they lost to the Steelers in week one because what we've seen the last four weeks is they're the only team that can compete with the Arizona Cardinals right now. This team is clicking on all cylinders on offense, even though they don't have a bell cow, if you will, running back uh, between Singletary Moss and the rushing of Josh Allen. It's enough to keep a defense on their toes. I just like the way the bills are playing. I think they do go into Tennessee and cover this game. Uh, so I will bet $50 on Buffalo. The total you know, if you, you factor in the, the line that Vegas has given us, the, so that puts us at like 30 to 24. And I, I think Buffalo does their job. I just don't know if Tennessee does. I really don't trust this Tennessee team right now. I'll lean the over. I just don't have enough confidence to bet it. As far as the total, it's almost bang on in my mind. 54 seemed like a touch too high. 53 seems scarily accurate. I don't know. Maybe Maybe lean the over there. Maybe. But at home, prime time, it seems like that's too many points to give up. I'm going to throw 50 bucks on the Titans plus the six. Wow. Yeah, it's just Panther and I under odds, but Panther's got the uh, Panthers got the better of me in the NFL right now. Mm. Yeah, he does. So, uh, so take that for what it's worth. In college, in college, Arch can say he owns me. <laughs> I own everybody in college. Uh, Man, I, let's take a quick break. Talk about Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers. Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. Fastest real time data. They spot discrepancies between different sports books, help users place risk free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There is no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad? If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get 
up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. We're going to Boston. Man, shipping up to Boston. But the first two games in this series, now uh, they've got the home field advantage. Boston has the home field advantage now. If they can win the next two games, it's going to be Houston on the brink of elimination. But before we get there, let's see if Boston can win the first game tonight. They're going to put Rodriguez on the mound. And I, I, he pitched decently in that Tampa series. Uh, pitched in two games in that Tampa series and was you know okay in both. Uh, I think he should give the Red Sox like what? A solid three, four innings because that seems like to be the starting pitcher nowadays in fucking playoff baseball. You get three innings and everyone's happy. Starting pitchers don't matter, Max. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's extended openers, yeah. I'm calling them now. They're not <laughs> starters. They're extended openers. You know, I mean, technically, they are starting the game. Now, honestly, I'll take it back. They are starting the game. They're just not going five, six, seven innings anymore. It's just it's uh, fucking ridiculous. As for Houston, going to throw her kitty on the mound. I, he hasn't pitched in a while, it seems. I don't even think he got any relief in, in, in that last series. He has had some previous success over the Red Sox, though. I think earlier in the season, uh, he's he's pitched against the Red Sox and, and pitched decently against them. Uh, I think this just comes down to offense. These are the two best offenses remaining in the playoffs right now, statistically. Red Sox still beat Houston in runs scored, batting average, and on-base percentage. So you're heading back home with a chance to get the series lead. You can imagine that th- this team is just going to be fucking brutal today. That crowd is going to be into it. This is, this is a really good opportunity for the Red Sox to make the World Series again if they can take a 2-1 lead in the series, and I think they do just that tonight. $10 bet on Boston. Yeah, I have to apologize because I gave Max a little shit about fading Luis Garcia last game, and it was well-deserved, but if you take the Luis Garcia factor out of it, the Astros actually played really well. They scored five runs as Garcia just got shelled and, and dug them a hole. I like the Astros' offense better. I like the uh, pitching matchup here with Uquiti better. And I'm catching the slightest of plus lines. I will jump on the Astros for 25 bucks. All right. I kind of agree. This is, looks... This looks like such a coin flip of a game. And so I'm catching a little bit of plus line and a team I like a little bit more than the Red Sox. So I'll jump on and with you, Panther. 15 bucks on the Astros to steal this one. Uh, yeah, we do have a, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. ahead. I'll say we have a comment, a question about this. Uh, somebody wants to know about or Gerardo wants to know, is it going to go over the nine? I think so. I think, yeah, I think so, over. too. Both yeah. both these teams can hit, and they've both been abandoning their starters. Well, Garcia got chased, but if Boston continues to pull their starters before five, and their starters is their strength, which isn't that great, but it's better than their bullpen. So if they're going to their bullpen early, they're going to give up some runs. So I, I was about to say, the, unbelievable, the fucking Atlanta Braves have a 2-0 lead over that, the Dodgers. Two, two walk-off wins over yes. the Dodgers. How fucking unbelievable is that? I got no problem with it. I don't care. I don't care if the Braves win. I just they're taking they're taking down the Dodgers. That amuses me. 
I, you know, it's funny. I was talking to my dad yesterday. My dad lives in South Carolina. He's right outside of Georgia, and he's a Mets fan living down there. He's like, I've got no one to root for right now. I mean, <laughs> I can't root for the Astros. I can't root for the Red Sox. can't root for the Braves. If, I, if the Braves win, then I'll never hear the end of it down here, and then no one wants to root for the Dodgers either. So uh, I, I guess right now, I guess I'm rooting for the Red Sox, which would just be hilarious because then it would be 2-0 two, two and oh every time I pick the Red Sox to come in dead last in the league that they win the World Series. So I'm, <laughs> I'm almost kind of rooting for the Red Sox to win it all. That's uh, that's some hell of a uh, – some good prognostication there, Max. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I had my futures bet, my non-value Dodgers play, I'm low-key. I'm, I'm rooting for the Braves. You need a win. You need that moral win, not, not the, the bank account win. <laughs> Oh, that's 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 a Baker Mayfield planting the flag in center field win right there. <laughs> Got some hockey to talk about today too, right? Yep, yep. Four games on the board. I'm only betting one of them though, and I want to look at the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, I knew, I knew it. Fun. I knew it. Uh, of course, of course. Listen, man, the Kraken have played really good hmm. hockey through the first three games. They took that overtime loss to the Blue Jackets the other day, but I like them to bounce back today on the road. They're heading to Philly, where the Flyers they lost to Vancouver to kick off their season. And it's the question mark about Carter Hart. He's a good goalie, but when he gets hit hard with a lot of shots, he just seems to just like kind of give up on the game. He did, yeah, yeah, like Derek Cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it was just, it's one of those things where the defense just was not there in game one for Philly. And Carter Hart took the blunt, uh, and he's just like, eh, whatever, I don't care. And I think the same thing's going to happen today. I love Seattle. I think they're going to get to him. $10 bet on the Kraken. You know, the schedule has not been kind to Seattle. They haven't even had their home opener yet as an expansion team. But they they played really well against what I consider mediocre competition. And they, they played really well against them. And I think the Flyers are pretty much mediocre competition. Uh, almost an even game to me. So if I can catch a plus line with a team I really don't know anything about, uh, I'm, I'm on board. So I'll put $10 on the McCracken. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That looked like the play of the day. And then when you look at the line shift, too. Love it. Whew, yeah, it looks absolutely like the play of the it. day. Yeah. Uh, that's the only game I'm betting on. Panther, do you have any other hockey plays? <laughs> We're going to bet them all. Ah! Four games. <laughs> bet them all. But look, here. Okay, first, I'm, I'm going to jump on the Blues. The Blues are – the Coyotes are so bad. I don't even know where to start. And what was it, 2019, the first half of the season, this was a good team. In the second half, they were trash. Last year, they were really trash, and they're off to a bad start this year. It's a little chalky. Actually, it's a lot of chalky, but I think the Blues can take care of the Coyotes. So uh, I'm going to jump on $10 on the Blues. I think you're on the right side on that one. It was just a little bit too chalky for me to eat on uh, St. Louis here. So some value with Arizona at home. But, I mean, you're right, man. I mean, and they lost Darcy Kemper. And and if we saw anything, that Kemper still had a lot left in his tank because he's producing for Colorado right now. So uh, I'll lean Arizona with that big plus line, but I think you're on the right side of that one. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to buy themselves out of trouble. They opened that minus 116, and now it's oh, 170. Yeah. Yeah. They're desperately trying to get people to bet Arizona now. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at the Rangers at Toronto. One of the things I'm keeping track of, and this is my own thing, I have nothing to support it, but it's watching the U.S. teams and the Canadian teams play each other because the Canadians didn't play anybody last year except each other. For the regular season, Toronto was the class of the Canadian division, I guess. Uh, but now, you know, they're, they're squaring up against the Rangers in Toronto. Both these teams have kind of found scoring a little bit more difficult to come by. I think this is like a 
three to two game really could go either way. But if I think it's a one goal game, I find the value with that plus line with the Rangers. So I'll put 10 bucks on the Rangers. I'm right with you, man. I almost bet this one. I, I do. I, I don't hate this Rangers team. I think they've got an opportunity to, to make some noise and, and, Toronto's got all the talent in the world, but it does over the last few seasons, it does not seem like they've been able to put it together. Uh, I think I think the value is absolutely on the Rangers here. Some moral support, a lean on New York. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. That the value looks like it's there, but I don't know. I wouldn't bet this one. Uh, one more. Let's take a look at Anaheim at Calgary. Neither one of these teams are really much to get excited about, but Calgary is, it just seems like it's too much chalk, even though they're at home. I know Anaheim hasn't been good for the two years that we've kind of been covering hockey, but at plus 175, I think they got a puncher's chance. It's another value play for me. 10 bucks on Anaheim. I mean, Godspeed. Listen, I'm I'm definitely not a fan of this Ducks team, but they've proven me wrong already this year. So who the fuck knows? Uh, you're right, man. I I I like Calgary to win this game, but it's way too much chalk to eat on them. Even that minus one sixty five that it opened at uh, seemed a little bit high for me to trust this Calgary team. I got this more like a minus one fifty mm. at most. So. Uh, yeah, I, I think Calgary wins this one, uh, so I'll lean the Flames there. But yeah, I, I hope you get this one. Yeah, I hope you get it too. But uh, I do think Calgary is probably the second most bettable game on the board. Just looking at it, Seattle was the top play. It looks like Calgary might be the number two play as far as they're most likely to cover. So I would I would lean Calgary here, even though it is chalky as shit. Hey, I just need I just need St. Louis to win and one of these plus plays to win, and I'm go I'm golden. Got a question from Gerardo again. Uh, Rangers Toronto over line is six. I think that's close, man. I think Panthers kind of spot on. You said what three two was? You, was you? I think yeah. they're both struggling to score. I had this at like a five uh, five goal game. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I, I'd probably shade the under. Yeah. Right. Anything else we need to touch on? Listen, man, NBA's back tomorrow, so I mean, this is going to be uh, fucking fun. Like, we'll probably do some future bets tomorrow yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for the NBA. Oh shit, I don't, I don't even think I'm here tomorrow. Oh, you're is, not. That's is, right. Is, is Maxi filling in? I'll have to send you guys my my thoughts on on, on NBA then. Wow, I'm going to miss there's NBA all, opening day. Jesus, there's only on two two games tomorrow. So we do have a comment. Morning, guys. Random question in the app: Is the social de- 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 social degeneracy portion being updated? There aren't any posts or places to post. Just links to the podcast. Well, you know, <laughs> funny story. Cover that. Cover yeah. that, Arch. <laughs> well, all right, see you, Arch. Yeah, we're going to sunset the uh, social degeneracy side. You know, we do pay a licensing fee for that aspect of it. And unfortunately, I just feel like we weren't getting a great return on investment. If you think that's wrong, find me on Twitter. Shoot me a message. My, my DMs are always open and we can talk about it. But I think I just don't think we're getting the usage out of it, that the, 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 the cost uh, you know, that it cost us. So if you think I'm wrong, let me know and we can talk about it. Yeah, I, I honestly, if, if we're going to be, you know, we, we, we reinvest in the show. We, we spend money on the show to try to, you know, do things that we think that you guys uh, would like. So uh, just looking at the social degeneracy, I think we had like maybe like four, five, six different posts from people over the last like three months. So, again, I think the, the transition to Twitter was part of that, right? We, mm-hmm. we wanted to go to Twitter so we can be more interactive. And we're seeing that we're seeing a lot of you guys on Twitter interacting with us a lot more than we were on the social degeneracy. Here's our dumbasses thinking, hey, we're going to go up against social media, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that our worked bad. out well. <laughs> yeah, our bad. Um, 
but I, we'll have something on the site where you can kind of like comment or, or yeah, at least comment on the daily stuff. stuff. Yeah. But I think I think more than likely we're just going to go to Twitter. But, you know, yeah, Arch is always open to discuss these things. So go ahead. Yeah. yeah and for the most and for the most part, if you've listened to the outros, you listen to the show all the way out. Uh, Twitter has been kind of our shift. But um, look, like we always say, we're very, very approachable. When you say shout out to us, we'll shout you back. It is the truest word. So if you uh, have any thoughts, give Arch a shout and he'll definitely have the conversation with you. Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was some guy that was just asking. He's a commissioner of his uh, fantasy football league. He was asking for some advice. Uh, you know, I thought that was really cool. Like, you know, just if, yeah, any, anything you got going on sports betting wise or whatever you want an outside opinion you find us on twitter we will get back to you like you know that's just it's like an extension of this show like it really like we're we're like the three of us talk kind of throughout the day anyway well at least panther and arch do and i and arch do panther doesn't really like talking to me after the show but uh, you know we we talk throughout the day (laughs) anyway so you might as well interact with us while we're talking with each other absolutely but with that being said we talked about hockey we talked about baseball we talked about football max that's it that is it Download the DJ's app for Android iOS so you can listen to the podcast. <laughs> Find us on Twitter <laughs> at Betting Absolute. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, parlay, take us home. In my defense, I don't talk to Arch either. He talks to me, and I just talk back. <laughs> so, Max, Max, you got my you got my number. Give me a give me a holler. Let's try this for a Panther parlay. I do like the Buffalo Bills tonight. I like the Houston Astros. And we'll take those Seattle McCracken with those. That was a KOD, by the way. Put those three together. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. Then, you know, we're not really hanging out on the website or the app. That's just where you can find us. But uh, Facebook and Twitter, give us a shout out. We will shout back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.